Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Hold on to your horses while we look at Samson in Judges 14 and 15 today. This is quite a story. We started yesterday. Here you've got a guy who's going to be used by God in some spectacular ways. He's given supernatural strength, physical strength, and that's going to be used to deliver the Israelites from their enemies, the Philistines. But it's not going to be without Samson living a pretty racy life and being pretty unfaithful to the Lord and to his Nazarite vow and all these things, which leaves us with a question about God's character and how does he use somebody so flawed, making such bad decisions for his purposes? We're in chapter 14, verse 1. Samson went down to Timnah, and at Timnah he saw one of the daughters of the Philistines. Then he came up and told his father and mother, I saw one of the daughters of the Philistines at Timnah. Now go get her for me as my wife. But his father and his mother said to him, Is there not a woman among the daughters of your relatives or among all our people? that you must take a wife from the uncircumcised Philistines? But Samson said to his mother, Get her for me, for she is right in my eyes. His father and mother did not know that it was from the Lord, for he was seeking an opportunity against the Philistines. And at that time, the Philistines ruled over Israel. So here you've got Samson breaking one of the most important rules, which is don't intermarry with pagan people. In other words, don't marry someone who's going to lead you astray to false gods, and he's just kind of throwing caution to the wind and doing this. His mother and father are trying to stop them from doing it. And it says here that even while they're doing that, and even while it's not a good idea for Samson to do this, actually the Lord is going to use this to gain an advantage against the Philistines. He's going to position Samson so that the Philistines can be defeated and so that the Israelites can be spared once again in this cycle of sin and repentance and restoration and peace that we've been on throughout the book of Judges. So the rest of the story, Samson goes down to get this woman first to introduce his parents to her, and on the way down, there's a lion that attacks him. He tears the lion apart. The Spirit of the Lord comes over him, and he literally, with his bare hands, just tears the lion's lion apart with his supernatural strength. They go down. They meet this gal. They come back home, and then they go back a little while later for this seven-day wedding feast. On the way back, he sees the carcass of the lion that he tore apart. And inside there, there's some honeybees and some honey. He scrapes the honey out, and he eats it, and he goes on his way. He gets to the feast. And there are 30 companions that are given to him, guys. And, and these are just part of the wedding feast rituals and stuff. So these guys are hanging out with him. They're partying for seven days. Remember, he's not supposed to touch alcohol. That's part of his Nazarite vow. Of course, he's thrown that to, to the wind. And he tells them a riddle. He says, guys, if you can figure out this riddle, I'm going to give you uh, each linen garments. And so he says, here's the riddle. Out of the eater came something to eat. Out of the strong came something sweet. He's talking about the honey out of the lion. The guys can't figure it out. Day three, they haven't figured it out. This is only going to be seven days. They have to know by the end of the of the of this feast. So they get uh, his wife, who is one of their people, the, the Philistines, to convince him 
to tell her the riddle, and then she tells them the riddle. And of course, they figure out the answer to the riddle, and he owes them these 30 garments. So Samson, again, in a rush of anger and strength, runs down to the men of Ashkelon nearby, kills a bunch of them, takes their garments, gives them to the guys, and storms off from his wife. He's upset that she told them. And so he goes back to his father's house for a while. After some time goes by, it's the time of the harvest. He decides, I'm going to go down and be with my wife. So he comes in there. Well, when he gets there, his wife's father has given his wife to another man because he said, I thought you hated her. And so I gave her to another man. So, uh, you know, why don't you be with my other daughter and blah, blah, blah. It goes from there. So he's upset about this. He goes and gets a bunch of foxes and he ties them tail to tail and puts torches in between them and sets them out into the into the grain fields where it just spreads fire and destroys the fields. So now, obviously, the Philistines are upset. Their their crops have been destroyed because of Samson's anger. And they come to take it out on the people of Judah, who are part of the people of Israel. And so the people of Judah come to Samson and bind him up and say, hey, we got to turn you over to the Philistines because uh, if, if we don't give you to them, they're going to do to us what you did to them, and we don't want that. So Samson makes a deal with him. Please don't kill me. Just bind me up with ropes and give me to the people of, uh, give me to the Philistines. And they agree to do that. And so of course, the spirit of God comes on. He's bound up with ropes. He's handed over to the Philistines. And in a rush of strength, he's able to break the bonds of the ropes. He grabs a donkey jawbone, which is obviously laying around somewhere. And he kills a thousand Philistines with a donkey jawbone. It says in the text in chapter 15 that he basically said something at the end of that episode with a donkey jawbone, heaps upon heaps, with the jawbone of a donkey, have I struck down a thousand men? As soon as he finished speaking, he drops the jawbone and moves on, kind of like a mic drop. That's quite a story, and that's not even the rest of it. We're going to get to more of it tomorrow, but here's the deal. Samson is brash. He's coarse. He's undisciplined. He's, he's impulsive. God uses him powerfully. Uh, one of the guys that I was listening to about this, he said, just because God uses you powerfully doesn't mean that you're right with God personally. So here's a guy, Samson, who's flawed. He's unfaithful. He's going to be more unfaithful here in the future. And God is using him. This says way more about the character of God, about his ability to use broken vessels than it does about Samson, the broken vessel. And remarkably, by the end of his life, Samson is finally his final, his final act is an act of faith that gets him mentioned in the New Testament, Testament as one of the people in the hall of faith for whom righteousness was credited to him. Incredible story. We should be able to identify with it, friends, because we are broken and flawed. We might not see ourselves as messy as Samson, but we're a mess. And God, through Christ, has chosen to use us in the world. So be encouraged. We'll see you tomorrow. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m., the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, 
whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th Annual, Saturday, July 25th through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.